0: Give him all the adoration because he's God all by himself. Let's honor him at this moment. Let's celebrate the faithfulness of God. Our God is good. Our God is good. The Bible says, if he has not been the Lord, what will Israel have said? What will we have said if not for the Lord? We won't be here if not for the Lord. That's the truth. We won't be here if not for the Lord. So I want us to just say thank you. Let's open our mouth and just begin to appreciate him from wherever you are. Just begin to appreciate God, honor him, adore him, give him all the honor, give him all the adoration because he deserves it. You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship. As we praise your holy name, you deserve the glory. Oh, and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship, as we praise your holy name. You are great. You do me, so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you, for you are great. You do miracles, so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. You are great. You do miracles, so great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you, you are great, you do miracles so great, there is no one else like you, hallelujah, there is no one else like you. Father, we give a praise, Jesus. Lord, we adore you, we give you all the honor, we give you all the adoration, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your help, Lord. Thank you for all that you have done for us. I want also to just thank you. The month of October has been very eventful. Let's thank him. Let's thank him for the past month. Specifically, let's appreciate him for all that he has done. Oh, we are alive today because he kept us. We are alive today because he had mercy on us. The Bible said it's of his mercies that we are not consumed i want us to just appreciate god this night and just say thank you to him let return all the glory to him because he deserves all the glory he deserves all the honor he deserves all the adoration let's appreciate him let's give him all the honor let's give him all the praise father we give a praise lord lord we adore you lord we give a praise lord thank you jesus Thank you, Ashant, of this. Let's thank him on behalf of our family members. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's thank you for our businesses. Let's thank him, O Lord, for every relationship that he brought our way. Let's thank him. Let's thank him. Let's appreciate him for all he means to us, all he has done for us. Let's say be magnified, Holy Spirit. Lord, we are grateful tonight. We are grateful this night. We are grateful tonight. We are grateful this night. Be magnified, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we say thank you, Lord. Be magnified in Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. I want us to also thank him for Nigeria. I mean, last month was, you know, shook essentially the fabrics of this nation, the things that happened in the month, you know. And like, you know, we were praying last month, we were praying for Nigeria, you know, last month. But I want us to thank him. Let's thank him because Nigeria still exists as a nation. A lot of things happened. There were, I mean, apart from the peaceful protests, there were so much, you know, destructions that happened as a result of, you know, um, people becoming, I mean, becoming angry and, you know, they were actually lashing it out at, you know, the, you know, government and in the process destroying public properties. I want us to just thank him. Let's appreciate him because, as a nation, we're still standing. Nigeria is this year. I want us to appreciate him. Let's begin to say thank you to him. Let's lift up our voice wherever you are, begin to say thank you to God. Appreciate God for this country, Nigeria. If Nigeria is not at peace, trust me, we won't be at peace. I remember we're praying last month, and we're saying that we should pray for the peace of Nigeria. That lies inside the peace of Nigeria is our own peace. And, you know, it it, it looks strange to some of us that time. But, you know, when God sees something ahead, he just instructed that we should go in that direction. And interestingly, that was the first time we were going to go in that way. But God knew that something was going to happen. And that was why he said we should pray for the peace of Nigeria. So I want us to thank him because we are still... I mean, today we can meet because things are okay. If there was, there is no peace in Nigeria, even we won't be able to have this meeting. So I want us to thank him. Let's appreciate God for restoration of peace, for the grace that he has given to us, for the mercy he gave to us in the last one month to be alive, I want us to say thank Him. Let's thank Him for our nation, Nigeria, because I believe there's a birth of a new nation already. Something is happening already. It is brooding, it's, it's, it's cooking already. It has started, but it will get better and better in the name of Jesus. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful for Nigeria. We are grateful for our country. We are grateful for all that you are doing. That which you have started, we know that you can complete it, and we know that you will complete it in the name of Jesus. Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, we are grateful. We are grateful. Thank you, this. Lord, we are grateful for this country, Nigeria, Lord. Thank you for our land, Lord. Be magnified, Lord. Be magnified. The devil tried, the wicked one tried to exert himself, Lord. But Lord, you disappointed them, Lord. You disappointed their enterprise, Lord. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You did not throw us into civil war. We thank you, Ancient of this, Lord. We give you all the praise, Lord, because we are not at war right now. We thank you, Jesus, because we can still sleep in our house, Lord, closing our high seas. We say thank you, Lord. Be magnified, Lord. Be magnified, Lord. We adore you. We give you praise, Lord. Be magnified in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Ancient of this. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. You see, I want us to also thank God again on the I you know, for Nigeria. And what are we thanking of? We want to thank God concerning the COVID-19. Look, in Europe and America right now, there is a fresh outbreak again of the COVID-19. So much that in London or in the UK right now, they are actually calling for a total shutdown again. For you know, like a, a, a one month, and in, back in other other countries also in Europe, and of course the US had over hundred thousand just in one day, over hundred thousand cases in one day, and the number of deaths in the US has been you know has, has really really been you know worrying. I, I mean worrisome essentially. So I I want us to thank God because you see God helped us to curtail. You see the truth is that I, I want us to know there is nothing we did that made the COVID-19 not to work in not to, you know, nothing much was done in Nigeria because we don't even have the health care system to even contain if we had a mass, you know, um, challenge as well with regards to that COVID-19. But God helped us. God helped us. How he did it, we don't know yet. But I, I know it will unfold soon. But I want us to just thank him. Let's thank him. Yes, there are people who had it here and there. There's no doubt about that. Some of us, may even know one or two people who had it. But it's, it has not become a pandemic in our nation. I want us to pray. And I mean, thank him for it. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's appreciate God and say, Father, we thank you, Lord, for helping us, Lord, for helping us in spite of our shortcomings, in spite of our not having good facilities, but you did not allow the COVID-19 to become a major issue in our country. We give a praise, Lord. Of course, we are not happy about the people who died. We are not happy about who are still in the hospital right now, but Lord, we are saying that you have you know, help us to curtail it one way or the other. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. Be magnified, Jesus. We honor you, ashamed of this, and we say thank you. We say thank you. You are glorified. We glorify your holy name. Be magnified, Jesus. Thank you, ashamed of this, Lord. We give you all the honor. We give you all the adoration. Be magnified in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, ashamed of this, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed amen and amen in jesus name praise the lord hallelujah amen and amen all right so um for this month i want us to you know we're going to be um looking at what, what god laid in my heart you know last month we, we, we i want to welcome everybody again i know some people are just joining us so i want to welcome everybody again for joining us um if you don't mind maybe our uh, microphone on mute so that we can, um, let's have our microphone on mute so that uh, all of us can have a good experience. All right, you know, last month, what God told us specifically was we're going, it's a month of good news, good news, good news, you know? and. I mean, some of us have experienced. I've heard testimonies. People have experienced, you know, good news. God, some people got, you know, news that you never expected was going to come, and you got it. Maybe you are still here. You are feeling that ah, did I even get good news at all? But no, one of the things God told me, you know, as we go into this month of this uh, November, He said what He has said last month He will still do. That He has he is going to make it happen. The good news is going to come. For some, you know that you are very close to it. You know there was some things that happened in the month that shows that the good news is close by It's going to be released this month. So what God said we should do is this month is a month of worship that we should worship him. And so we're going to be looking at worship and how it connects with the different, you know, things in our life that makes for, you know, the desires that we have in our hearts. So, what, what the, the way of, you know, we're going to team, or the team that we are considering for these three days is like uh, what I call, let my worship rise. Let my worship rise. So, our worship is going to rise to God, you know, this season, this whole month of November. And as the worship rises to Him, His blessing will begin to drop. As worship rises to God, His blessing will begin to, drop. you know, He said, when I'm lifted up, I will draw men. Unto myself. So as we lift Jesus up, things will leave God into our life, things will begin to drop. The things that you have been waiting for will begin to drop into your life without stress. As we begin to worship Him, as we lift our hands up to God, things will be coming down for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Some of us are going to be downloading revelations that you have never imagined. We are going to have new ideas, new results that you know, strategic plan to resolve certain issues. Wisdom is going to drop for someone like never before. I'm telling you, you will know exactly steps to take and you will just mm-hmm. to win this month in the mighty. So true. this month is a month where our worship is rising to God. And so, which means that for this month, God will want us to be in a mode of worship, be in the mode of worship because as the worship rise, as a worship rise. You see, some people, their BP will be rising outside there. No, we will not be part of those people. No, you, our worship is what we rise. If there's anything that is our worship we rise to God and the blessings of God, the blessings of God will drop, you know, for us in our life. Okay, so we'll be looking at Second Chronicles. So three, three ways we are going to be looking at worship. So we'll be looking at worship and warfare. That's what we're going to be looking at. What is the connection between worship and warfare. What's the connection between worship and warfare? So that is what we are looking at tonight, and we're going to be praying along that line. So I, I want us to pay attention as I believe as we as we interact together, God will begin to give us individual instructions as we pray. So we're going to be looking at 2nd Chronicles from chapter, I mean chapter 20, chapter 20 of 2nd Chronicles, chapter 20 of 2nd Chronicles. Remember our team. For this three days prayer, and as by, as by extension, that God will help us to explore through this month is let my worship rise, let my worship rise, let our worship rise to God. As our worship rise to God, His blessings will drop down in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, Second Chronicles chapter twenty. Second Chronicles chapter twenty. Um, I'm going to be reading from um, the New America Standard um, Version um, of the Bible. Um, As you know, according to Theologian, they said it's actually the best uh, English translation of the Bible, actually. Okay, so um, um, we're looking at worship and warfare. Worship and warfare. So tomorrow we'll look at worship and wealth. You know and the other day we look at worship and wisdom, but today is worship and warfare. What is the connection between worship and warfare? And we'll see practical demonstration of where worship was actually used as a warfare strategy. You know, second chronicles chapter 20, and we're going to be reading from verse 5. Now, some of us I'm sure we are familiar with this um, with this particular passage and what happened here. Now, in this particular time, the you know there was a group of people, the Moabites and the Ammonites. And, you know some uh, set of um, nations or cities they gather together to fight against Judah so they besieged the, the city I mean the, the city of Judah Judah happened to be one of the tribes you know uh, among the 12 tribes of Israel okay so they besieged the bible said they besieged they, they invade the they they they, 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 um, they invaded Judah and you know and they, they came together this were connection of several nations that came together to actually, you know, invade Judah, okay? Then, uh, you know, in, in in verse 5, where I want us to start this um, this from, okay, from verse 5, the Bible says, then Jehoshaphat, now Jehoshaphat happened to be the king of Judah at this particular time in history. He was the king of Judah at this time in history. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of judah and jerusalem in the house of the lord before the new court and he said now this, you should know that at this point, there was a besieging, that there was an invasion into their land. that There was, you know, a problem already that is prudent because these nations, they have a lot of armies that their own army cannot actually confront them. You know, they don't even have enough. They don't have enough equipment. But, you know, the, 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 this was what Jehoshaphat did. The Bible said Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of, the, of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new... And he said, oh Lord, I want you to pay attention to what he said. You can look at your Bible as we read. Oh Lord, the God of our fathers, are you not God in the heavens? And are you not ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hand, so that no one can stand against you. Verse 7, did you not, oh our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it to the descendant of Abraham, your friend, forever? They have lived in it and i have built you a sanctuary there for your name saying should evil come upon us the sword or judgment or pestilence or famine we will stand before this house and before you for for your name is in this house and and cry to you in our distress and you will hear and deliver us now This I I want you to see the strategy here. This was a time of warfare. There is war already. These nations have declared war against the the nation of Judah, the city of Judah and Jerusalem. They have declared war against Judah and Jerusalem. And Jehoshaphat being the leader at this particular point in time went to God. And what was it he was doing here? When you look at this particular part, of this scripture, that's from verse five to um, verse um, that, that verse nine or thereabout. about now, you see that he was actually reminding God the things that he has done. The things he, he was reminding, was bringing into, into God remembrance, that God remember your faithfulness, remember your promise, remember what now. He started first and foremost by saying who God is. That is worship. I mean, some of us here, I mean, all of us, I want to be, you understand what worship is. Worship essentially is ascribing greatness, it's ascribing what to a deity. When you ascribe what to someone, you're actually worshiping the person. When you ascribe what to a deity, you are worshiping. So when we worship God, what we are doing, we are ascribing greatness to God. And when you look at the first thing he did here was that he ascribed greatness to him in the form of a question. It was he was challenging God most likely. I mean, he was asking God, God, are you not the most powerful in the world? Are you not the, the one that they talked about? Are you not the one that drove the inhabitants of this land away and gave it to your people? That is where when you are when you want to when you want to get you know use worship in the place of warfare, you must understand this strategy. And so you have to remind God that things he has said in his word, that is why you cannot. As a Christian, you cannot fight your battle without the word of God. You need the word of God. Yes. He said, bring to me. I want the reasons. Bring the reasons. Declare your reason. Show me your reasons why I should step into your situation. This was exactly what Joshua was doing here. If you want to win the battle of life, you must lay hold on what the word of God has said concerning your situation. You must lay hold on what God has said concerning that particular thing that you are trusting God so as we go through this worship, when we say let our worship rise in worship, one of the things that we do is to remind God who he is, is to bring his word to his attention, is to remind him who he is, is to bring his word. He said, you know, God says he said, I honor my word more than my name. You know, most people like to call God's name when they are praying. I've seen people, they'll say, call Jesus' name uh, name in 20, 21, uh, 21 times, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. That is not, you see, in Jesus' name once, is OK. It can get resolved. But God said, I honor my word more than my name. I honor my word more than my name. So when we remind God, when we bring his word to his, not that he, he doesn't know his word, but when we bring this to your attention, we are practically saying, God, this is your word. And we know that you, the scriptures cannot be broken. This Your integrity is at stake here, oh God. Lord, you step in because you have promised. So we're reminding of the promises that he has promised us. And that, that's actually the first step. So, you know, in, in warfare, that, that using worship as a strategy, it's the first thing is that you must declare the wonders of God. Declare the wonders of God. Don't come with your worries. You know, most people start in the place of prayer with their worries. They begin to worry. They begin to cry. You see, cry is not always, doesn't motivate God. Cry doesn't change situation. Crying does not change anything. I'm telling you, it may relieve you emotionally, but it doesn't change the situation. What changes the situation is actually these strategic moves that we must understand. Is declare the wonders of God. Declare. You must declare the wonders of God. So as I'm talking now, just begin to look into your life. Look at the past, the things that have happened in your life, the past 10 years, 20 years. Look at the wonders that God has actually done, the things that he has done in the past, the battles that he has won for you. When it looked as if there was no road, that he made the way for you. When it looks as if everything was finished, but God still made it happen for you. When it's people have written you up, but you still, you know, you, you got it at the end. Of it. Look at the prayers that he you have prayed before that he answered. That is declaring the wonders of God. Declare the wonders of God. So strategic battle through worship is one. The first place to start is to declare the wonders of God. So we're going to be doing that very soon as we begin to pray. But I need to give you, say all these steps, because these are the things that we're going to do. And of course, you see, whenever we pray like this, it's just for us to start it. So it's something that we all continue, even in our individual homes or now in individual lives, OK? So we're going to be declaring the wonders of God. So as I'm talking, I will advise, if you have a book or you have somewhere you can write, begin to think. Just think back. What are the wonderful things that God has done for you? Just list them. You know, as you list them, because it will help you to actually see the things that. Then another thing that's very close to that is that not only should you declare the wonders of God, also talk about the works of God. The works, the things that he has done, maybe not only just for you, but the things that he has done for other people. I mean, the works of God, you can look at nature and just declare the firmament, they are declaring the glory of God. You know, when this is worship, you know, you are ascribing what, and when you are doing that, it makes a lot of difference. You know, The, the, the Bible talked about the fact that God inhabits the praises of his people. They inhabit the presence. In other words, when you are worshiping God, God steps in into situations. You know, with, with worship, God steps in directly. He doesn't send anyone to take worship. He comes to take it personally himself. So you are going to be declaring, number one, the wonders of God. Then we also talk about the works of God, the works of God, the works of God. The works of God is very key for us to declare his works or to talk about the things that his works are, are, too, are, are too wonderful to declare. I mean, so sometimes they are just exceptional. When you just look at the things around, you look at the creatures, the things that he created, you could see the works of God, you know. So we, we need to devote in the past and uh, in the present you look at what he has done in the past you look at the present you know every time i travel you know in the aircraft while i'm up there i always use that opportunity to worship God. Because when I look at the firmament, I look at the designs. I look at the way some will look like the hands. Some will look in different ways. And I'm just wondering. And there's just one intelligent God that created all this. Honestly, it's always a time of worship for me to just look at it. Then I will also, part of the thing that also makes me to worship is the fact that I look at it. How can God give man wisdom to be able to create a balloon, you know, like the aircraft that can float in the air? without anything you know, suspended in the air for hours like that. And it will travel from nation to nation, from city to city. It can only be the wonders and the works of God. So as we do that, what happened? Now, look at it. When you declare the works of God, when you declare the wonders of God, the next thing that happened is what you start seeing from verse... Um, from verse 14, you see something started happening. Now, after Jehoshaphat declared all this, what happened in verse 14? The Bible said, then in the midst of the assembly, verse 14, in the midst of the assembly, the spirit of the Lord came upon Je- um, Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah. You see, as soon as you begin to worship, what usually happens is that the Holy Spirit go to work. Because you know the Holy Spirit is the third head you know is the third uh, part of the godhead so he, he goes to work immediately when worship goes to god the holy spirit begins to move and hearing god become very easy hearing god become very cheap i'm telling you you hear god easily you hear god fast when you are in the mood of worship you cannot hear god when you are worrying. You can't hear God when you are crying. You can't hear God when you are afraid. You can't hear God when you are frightened. You can't hear God when you are discouraged. You can't hear God when you are disgusted. You can only hear God when you worship him. When our worship rise to God, his voice come. His voice come. That's what happened. When they begin, when King Jehoshaphat began to worship God, began to declare the wonders and the works of God, the Holy Spirit came. And the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord <laughs> came upon you know, in their days, the Holy Spirit always comes because they really don't have it permanently. But in our own, God is now with us. So the Holy Spirit does not need to come. What we do with worship is to steer up what is already inside us. So we steer up the Holy Spirit. Our spirit get connected. What happened in worship is this. Our spirit connects directly with the Spirit of God. So we can hear God, you, you can hear him. And when you are connected, in other words, you are in that frequency. Worship put us in the frequency of God. Worship put us in the frequency of God. So our worship must rise to God this month. Our worship must rise to God this month. Now look at what happened. It said, the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, and the son of Benea. The son of Jael and the son of Matalia, the Lephite of the son of Hasra, and said, Now, this is what is it? He said, Listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat the says the Lord to you. God is speaking speak directly to you. This month you will need us. He said, Do not fear. That is the first thing. Whenever your worship goes to God and you are in the midst of battles, you see, I can't say there won't be battles this month, but one thing that is guaranteed is that as your worship rises, there will be victory. In the name of Jesus, yeah, there will be victory. Victory is assured. Victory is guaranteed. Yes, the the warfare will come, the the temptation will come, but victory is assured. As you worship, he said, "Do not fear." The first thing God always deals with when we are in the midst is to deal with our fear. He said, "Do not fear. Calm down." Like someone will say, "Be calming down." Yes, you need to calm down in order. That's what he said. Calm down. Don't be afraid. Do not fear and be dismayed because of the great multitude. Don't look at the challenges. He said, don't be afraid because of the challenges. Don't look at the things that are not working. Stop looking at what seems not to be war. Don't look at the person that said no. Don't look at people that rejected you. Don't look at people that look down on you. Don't look at that boss that is threatening you. Don't look at that man that said, no, I will, ne- you will never succeed here. Don't stop looking at those situations. He said, leave those situations with me. Leave it. Now, he said, look, it's, it's, in for the battle is not yours hallelujah i'm excited it's that like the battle is not yours the battle is you see, every time your worship rise to god the battle stops being your own but when you refuse to worship and you just want to bombard heaven with need oh god oh god do it do it do it you see you begin to fight on your own but when worship rises to god the battle ceases from being your own the battles now become the lord <laughs> Hallelujah. The battle becomes the Lord. The battle becomes the Lord. The Bible said the battle is not yours, but God. Now look I was I said tomorrow. Now that's where the instruction came in. Now, when God comes, the first thing he will do is to douse your attention, is to d- take allay your fears. Then after he has allay your fears, then he will give you specific instructions. So as we worship God this month and as we do that from tonight, you see. You must listen to what God has to say. There is always a word for you. There is a word for me. There is a word for each and every one of us as we go through this. He said, tomorrow, he said, go down against them. Can you see? Now, God said the battle is mine, but he's still telling them, go there. So God, we said, go just, still go there. Go and submit that proposal. Still go and ask. Go and do the thing. Yes, the battle is my own, but go. Go, go and do it. Go and do it. And so the the, the second thing that usually happens is that God will give you instruction, and you have to do what he asks you to do. You have to do it. So worship and warfare connection require declaration first, declaration of wonders, declaration of the works of God, then doing the things that God asks you to do. Then, of course, the last part there, when it comes to worship and, um, and warfare before we pray, We'll be praying in just two minutes now. Uh, Before we pray, is what you will see in from verse twenty, verse twenty of that same chapter, verse twenty. We're we're looking at Second Chronicles chapter twenty, from verse twenty. Yes, from verse twenty, the Bible says they uh, they rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness. Of Tekua. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, now, Jehoshaphat couldn't have spoken to the people if God has not said something. God, When God has spoken to you already, then you can shut down any devil that wants to talk against you. He said, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, O Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in God. <laughs> Put your trust in the Lord, your God, and you will be Establish," He said, put your trust in his prophet and succeed. Verse 21, he said, when he had consulted with the people, the the next thing, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in his holy attire as they went out before the army and said, give thanks to the Lord, for his loving kindness is everlasting. That is it. The, The next thing he started doing, was to do praise and worship. So the third part of this worship strategy for warfare, you know, success is to dance and sing. So you have to engage the forces of singing and dancing. As you so the battle, you see, that is how God wins his battle. Because when we are dancing, we're saying, God will trust you. That's the way to put it. Lord, we are dancing. As you are acting, you are doing your part and you are dancing. Hallelujah. You are dancing. You are appreciating God. You are dancing. You are going towards the enemy and you are dancing. Not with spear, but you are dancing. That's what they did. They danced. They danced. And what happened? You find that in verse. Um, Um, Verse 22, he said, when they began singing and praising, when they began singing and praising, what happened? The Lord sent ambushes (laughs) against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and Mosea, who had come against Judah. So they were routed for the sons of Ammon and Moab, rose against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, destroying them completely. And when they had finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. You see, for some of us, this month, people who have been conspiring against you, they will help to destroy one another in the mighty name of Jesus. That's usually what happened because the Lord is going to send an ambush. Ambush It's going to set confusion into the camp of the enemy, but the strategy is worship, and you have seen the three steps to making that strategy work is number one, you start with declaring the wonders and the works of God declaring and the, you know talking about the wonders and the works of God then the next thing of course you listen to God because God is going to be speaking to you and why you know you are doing all that God is going to speak and as God speaks, He will give specific instructions and as he gives instruction as you are acting on those instructions you'll be praising and you'll be singing and you'll be dancing You'll be praising, you'll be singing, and you'll be dancing. So there won't be any down moments. There won't be any, um, I'm tired. No, there won't be any worrying situation because you'll be singing and be dancing in the mighty name of Jesus. So at this particular point in time, so, you know, I've talked about the steps, so we need to practicalize it now. You know, and what do we need to do? I want us to first start, you know, by declaring, I told you, write down. To look at think about the wonders of God in your life. Think about the wonders of God around you, the works of God, the things that God has done. Look at the firmament of the air, look at the birds of the air. They don't no struggle. That was what Jesus was saying when he said, Don't be anxious. He said, Be don't, don't, don't see, stop being anxious. Say, don't worry, look at the birds. That was what he was saying. That look, if you look at the birds, then you would you can appreciate the wonders of God. You can appreciate when you know the wonders of God. Now, if God can be that wonderful. To take care of the birds of the sea, then I mean of the air. What's why you are you are better than them? That was what Jesus was saying. That when you look at them, then you'll be able to appreciate their power, the wonders, and the works of God. So at this point, so I want us to begin to declare right now. Oh, begin to declare the heaven and the earth, declare the glory of the Lord. That is worshiping. So I want us to worship him this night as we declare the wonders and the works of God in our midst, in our lives, in our family. Begin to declare right now. Oh, Father, thank you, Jesus, Lord. Oh, Lord, I declare you, Lord. You are the power of God, the most awesome God. No one can be compared to you. You hold the world to your hand, Lord. Oh, the, the, the whole world belongs to the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus, Lord. Oh, you are God of the universe. You are the master of the universe. You rule in the affairs of men. No one can be compared to you. No God can take your place. You are the only God that rules in the affairs of men. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Lord. Oh, Lord, I worship you tonight. I adore you tonight. The God of heaven. The God of heaven and earth. The God that cannot be limited. The God that cannot be contained. The God that cannot be questioned. The God whose sovereignty is not, is not questionable. Oh, Lord, thank you, Lord. The God that is full of mercy. The God that is full of goodness and kindness. The God that is kind. The God that looked at me as a man and died for me and died for my sin. You pay the ultimate price for my sin. Oh, thank you, Lord. I honor you, O God. I adore you, O God. I celebrate you, O God. I reference you tonight, O God. You are God in the valley. You are God in the mountain. You are God when things seem they are not working. You are God when there is so much to celebrate, Lord. You are God. Nothing changes you. The situation does not change you. Oh, you are God all by yourself. The ever-constant God. The only one that remains the same from Genesis. Generation past to generation future. Oh, you live in eternity, you didn't live in time, but you control what happened within the time. Oh, thank you. All times and seasons belongs to you. All everything belongs to you. You control things, Lord. You are in charge of it, Lord. The devil is not in charge of this world. You are in charge of this world, Lord. The devil is a tool in your hand. And you can use him to fulfill your glory. You can use him to fulfill your plan. Thank you, oh God. Thank you, oh God. Lord, we appreciate you. Lord, we honor you. gada. Lord, we worship you. You can worship him in tongue. You can worship him in the spirit. I want you to worship God tonight. Just declare the goodness of God. Declare the works of God. If you know the things that God has done in your life, I rescue you as at a particular point in time. I save you in the middle of the night. I delivered you from sickness. You could have been dead now, but He delivered you. I want you to begin to declare those works. Remind them things that he has done. Remind him what he has done. What he has said to you before. Remind him. Bring his what walk to His notice, I said, "Lord, I Your Word I have said this that your meet. I will walk into Your hand. You establish. Amen. It can never fail. Oh, go without fulfilling that which You Lord. You have proposed it to do, Lord. Oh, Lord, I worship You tonight. 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 Oh, thank You for Your promises because they are yea and they are amen. You can never fail. You can never fail. Bible says by two immutable things in which God cannot fail. I want you to begin to declare." God's faithfulness. Declare His faithfulness. Declare His power. Declare His power. God is powerful than anybody with power. I'm telling you, all power belong to God. Power belong to God. No one that is threatening you, anyone that is threatening you, cannot stand the power of God. I want you to declare. And declare, Lord, all power belongs to you. You are the one that hold the breath, you know, in my ministry. You are the one that hold my life, Lord. No one can threaten me with death. No one can threaten me that I will not have that which you have promised me to have, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, all good gifts and perfect gifts, they come from you. Oh, Lord, you are a good God. You give good gifts, Lord. You give perfect gifts. You answer prayer. Lord, thank you. I honor you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus, worship. You know, our worship is rising to Him, and as our worship is rising to Him, I want you to pay attention because God will begin to speak to you at this moment. God is saying something to someone. It will begin to show you. It will begin to speak to you. It will begin to give you specific instruction. For some, you will hear it later. As after this, way, no time. You know, this is this is just to start. This is just to initiate the process. You must, as you go through this moment, you must declare the counsel, the worship of God. Wake up in the night. Wake up in the day. You know, or while you are at work, while you are driving, begin just begin to worship God. If you are in a public bus, worship God, you don't have to be shouting. You can begin to do it within your spirit and just begin to worship Him because we must worship. You know, Jesus told the woman of the well of Samaria, He said, They that must worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. The kind of worship that touches God is the worship that is done in the spirit, and it is done in truth. It is done in truth. You can't deceive God. God cannot be deceived. He said, God cannot be mocked. (laughs) Whatsoever a man swears, that he shall reap. Thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord. Oh, Lord, I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. Oh, let my worship rise, Lord. Oh, let my worship rise like a sweet perfume, lo! Let my worship rise, lo! Let my worship rise. Let my worship rise. Hayananandu lebe, Baba dube, getumenem luana, e cleguzi, acrope, catulimanaga di bellegadeblo go to Brosha, Matali plebe lepa, palubre gedego go to the Bosha, Agadu grege gedego go to the Bosi, Mende le 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 talita luta lutahata lava, Mande leble gado sutahana ipa liple gadu luke di gudiana, baba gedego to metele baba and Worship is a strategy for warfare victory. Worship him because as you worship him, God is stepping in. He's stepping in. The battle ceases from being your own. In the name of Jesus, Lord, the battle is no longer your own. The battle for success is no longer your own. The battle for your desires is no longer your own. The battle for your, no your, battle for your prayer is no longer your own. Yet, Catholic God is taking over from here. As you worship him right now, he's taking over. As you worship him, he's taking over. As you worship him, he's taking over. As you worship him, he's taking over. My kothali handra ba. Hey, ya talur, e ba tuli kaha, dede de bo. E da li zendunani anadada ba. E go li gedu shahayi kaduma nanda ba. E ble, e li blaha katabolo. Men do li bada. E to Oh, all power belongs to God. All power belongs to God. You are the one that changes season. You are the one that enthrone men. You are the one that lifts one up and brings the other one down. Oh, the blessing of the Lord. They make rich and hide no sorrow. Oh, you are the one that blesses, Lord. Oh, God, Lord. You are the one that blesses, Lord. You are the one that... Forgive you are the one that blesses, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the forgiveness of our sins, Lord, by through the blood of Jesus, through the work, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. Oh, we are made to sit, Lord, oh, with Jesus, Lord, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above principality, far above power. Thank you for lifting us up, Lord. Thank you for taking us higher. Thank you because we're seated at the top, Lord, where the devil cannot reach us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, we worship you tonight. Lord, we worship you tonight. Lord, we worship you tonight. Cause our worship to rise to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Like a bond of free, let it rise Lord. Like a sweet smelly salver. Let it rise to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Because we know when our worship rise to you, your blessing come down to us. In the name of Jesus, Lord. The battle is no longer yours. The battle is no longer yours. The battle is no longer yours. Struggle is over. That 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 struggle is over. The struggle is over. The struggle is over. That struggle is over. The struggle is over. The struggle is over. The struggle is over. That struggle is over. The struggle is over. That struggle is over. That struggle is over. In the name of Jesus. My poor opaiga doona na Lepe na palika da ya koteli Zupaha daba. Meke tuzu pa ha ya In kalublega da Worship is my strategy this month. Makoteha koteha ya Lord, I worship you, Lord. I worship you, Lord. Worship is our strategy this month. Meke telega da daba. In worship lies our victory. In worship lies my success. In worship lies my victory. In worship. Lies my success in the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. As we round up, I want us to see the power of worship again. Our worship. Provoke the power of God to bring about miracle. John chapter eleven. As we close, as we close in about six years thereabout. John chapter eleven. If you can find your Bible quickly, open to it, and we just see something there where worship actually made the difference. Excuse me. John chapter eleven, the book of John, chapter eleven. There was an experience. There were two, you know, actors there and you see the difference between the two of them. Now, this particular part of the Bible, I'm sure you are familiar with, this was where Jesus raised Lazarus, um, you know, back to life. Lazarus had been been dead for four days, and Jesus raised him up. Now, when you look at some events, things that happened, to Jesus and um, the, uh, the sisters of Lazarus you know, up to that particular time when he eventually raised Lazarus up, you can learn, we can see where worship actually played a critical role in that place. Now, when of course, I, I won't have time to read through. You know, Jesus was, you know, was, in, uh, was in Bethany. I mean, he was in a certain city. And a message came to him that, look, your friend Lazarus, apparently Jesus was very close to this family. Your friend Lazarus is sick. And the Bible says Jesus stayed three more days, or two more days, you know, and after he heard that. And eventually, the message now came that he now knew, he knew himself, that um, Lazarus was actually dead. And eventually, he took out, you know, um, out time. Okay, let's go and see, you know, Lazarus and all the rest. And the disciples followed him. Of course, there were a number of things that transpired there. But I don't want to, um, that's not where my focus is. But my focus was when it got near. Let's look at verse, um, okay, let's, okay, verse 17, from verse 17, from verse 17. So the Bible says, so when Jesus came, he found that um, he had already been in the tomb for this. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off. And many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brothers. So Master Martha, Martha, therefore, when she heard, I want you to note that, when she heard that Jesus was coming, he went to meet him, but Mary stayed at the house. Now, verse 21, Martha said, then said to Jesus, Lord, Abba, Lord, Abba, if you had been here, my brother will not have died. In that, words, Jesus, you are too late already. If you had been here, I mean, it's just natural. You expected someone to show concern. You expect, especially when they know that Jesus had the power to heal him and they send message to Jesus and Jesus refused to come on time. I mean, if you have ever experienced that, you have a right to be angry. And, you know, Panther was angry, but I, I, I want to quickly take us to the other one. Now look at the same statement made by Mary. And Look at the result it got now. When Martha said this, it's you know, it generated you know other things, and the, the Bible says that um Jesus told Martha that um what, what did Jesus tell him that Jesus said to her that's verse 23. Now your brother will rise again. That was what Jesus had to tell him. Don't worry, your brother will rise again. That is a promise, he just gave her a promise. But when you look at um verse uh, verse, uh, where is that now? That's, okay, verse 30. Let's look at from verse 30. Now, Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and consoling her, when they saw that Mary got up quickly and went out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep therefore. Now, verse 32. Therefore, when Mary came to where Jesus was, she saw him, Look at the difference. She saw him and did what? And fell at his feet. If you read it from King James, said, and he worshipped him. He worshipped him. Now, when after worshipping him, he now said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, that was the same statement that Martha made. But look at Jesus' results. I mean, um, you know, what happened afterward when she said that? Verse 33, When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in the spirit. Worship moved God. Matter got there. He just threw at Jesus. He just accused Jesus. That's why some of us accuse God. You just see that. Just God. What is it, sir? Ah, we have been praying all these years. No result. Ah, what is it? I've been worshiping. I've been serving. You have been serving. You all that. What is it? We accuse God, like matter. Martha is very vast. In fact, if you look at his discussion, our discussion with Jesus, you know that she knows the Bible very well. And some of us know the Bible very well. But when Mary got to Jesus, before saying the same thing that Martha said, she worshiped first. She fell down at at his feet and worshiped. And that worship provoked something. It provoked something. The Bible said Jesus was moved. (laughs) Hallelujah. In the spirit. And when Jesus is moved, then the power of God is moved on our behalf. So as you worship God, I see God be moved. And as you get moved, situations begin to move for you. Obstacles begin to move. Obstacles, barriers begin to move. Where there was no road before, they will clear the road for you. Where you have heard no before, you begin to hear yes. That is what will happen because you have worshipped. And as you begin to do this, please, I want you to make this a practice. Still do it tonight. Worship God. Worship God. Things will begin to happen. The things they told you that was not possible, I'm telling you, as you let your worship rise to God, you will see that it will be possible. I'm telling you, God will turn that same situation He will turn it around. The same thing that they used to, you know, to, to malign you, the same thing they used to mock you, God is going to turn it around. God is turning someone's mockery to miracles. That is what is going to happen. Because as you worship Jesus, the Bible said that Jesus was moving the Spirit. So God is going to be moving on our behalf in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I'm so excited tonight. And I'm so excited about this month. Because this month, things are going to happen without stress. I want to say thank you to everyone for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making our time to be part of this prayer meeting. I appreciate all of us. And I I really want to believe, God, that this month, your testimony will be heavy. And it will be so loud. In the mighty name of Jesus, remember, worship is our strategy. Worship is our strategy. Let your worship rise to God, not your worries. Don't bring your worry to God. Take your worship to him. Don't bring your worry to him. Take your worship. When you worship him, see he speaks to you. He gives you specific instructions. And as you take that steps, begin to dance, begin to sing. That's what we have learned tonight. And as you do all that, you move God, you know, to move in our, in our case, in the name of Jesus. So thank you so much. I appreciate all of us. Thank you, uh, Pastor Ane Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Sister Apology, I appreciate you. Uh, Sister Christy, thank you. Sister really, thank you. Sister Esther, thank you. Thank you, everyone and every other person. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Sir. Thank you. God bless you richly. Let's have a wonderful time. And we we'll see you tomorrow as we look at the thank second time. Thank you for the opportunity. In Jesus' name. God bless you, my regards to your family. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. Bye. Hallelujah. Bye bye.